This show is brought to you by Safety FM. You keep making me feel Like I'm the odd one out Like it's a cool kids club Symmetry's the only thing allowed language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, so, so, and so true. It does not matter who the host is. And I am going to tell you, if you are super confused this morning, don't worry, because you shouldn't be. It is Saturday, January the 21st of 2023, day numero 21 of the year, and only 344 days left to go. Yes, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Look, it's so live that I can show you that it's 648 in the morning, uh, just in case, and you're going, what the hell's going on? Why is this on a Saturday? Blah, 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 blah. Because listen, sometimes you have to do the unexpected. That's what happens around here. And I thought, hey, how about us hanging out here on Safety FM and Radio Big? So let's tell you how we're broadcasting from here and then hanging out with our friends over there. Radio Big. USA, Canada, UK. And listen, if you're a sane person, you're probably sleeping at this time of the hour and all that kind of great stuff. And that's probably what you should be doing. But I looked at this and I said, listen, if I can have access to two radio stations uh, by just going into the studio and popping it on and they say, hey, you can actually uh, go on it whenever you want. Well, that's what I'm going to do. So that's how we're here. So anyways, how are you? How have you been? Um, How are things looking? This is the unexpected episode. That happens on a Saturday. I know I'm trying to think about this and I don't think that we have ever done a Saturday episode previously. And that kind of makes it a little bit more exciting for me. So let me kind of tell you how it works in regards to what we're going to do here as we hang out. Uh, We're going to talk about safety. We're going to talk about the news. You'll see some stuff that normally would happen on our other platform on how we do this Monday through Friday. But there'll be some twists, some twists and turns on some of the things that we do because, hey, let's keep it real. We're not going to do exactly everything because, um, as some of you might be aware of, I do have writers that do help out during this thing. And uh, guess what? They ain't here. They're not here today. They don't even know that I'm doing this. So they're going to be like, what the hell were you thinking? Um, And that's okay. That's why um, it's good to, you know, to be able to do the different segments of the thing. Uh, But if you do want to interact with the show, it's a simple process on doing so. Um, That is no problemo there. All you have to do is go to callinradio.com. 
that will get you moving and grooving inside of the world and doing all the fun stuff that we are doing on this side of the equation. So that's kind of the fun stuff. And then when we are going through this today, we'll talk about safety. We'll talk about the news. We'll have some heavy focus on the news because why would you not have a news show that doesn't focus on the news? I mean, that's just kind of the way that it works. We're going to talk a little bit about things that happened earlier in the week uh, because that's kind of how the how the segments go, how life turns and all that kind of fun stuff. So don't worry about that. So let's do this. If you want to interact with the show, callinradio.com. If you want to watch the visualization aspect of it, if you're on the radio stations, you can go to safetyfm.com and click on the section that says visual radio or, 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 or you can actually go to radiobig.fm and click on visual radio. Those are kind of the aspects on how we get this thing to work inside of there and we get it moving and grooving inside of what the hell that we're doing. You don't have to worry about the trends. We're going to talk about what the hell's going on inside of the world of the trends today. So that is okay. But I do have still the main story. I still will have the aspects of what the hell is going on in some of the main news segments that are going on and about. And we'll talk about some of the things that are going on inside of the weekender. Uh, because I think that that's going to be important as well as we are hanging out this morning and doing the things that we do. I know it's so exciting that it is a Saturday as we are doing this. So you don't have to worry about that. I am going to take care of you. So with that being said, let's get you moving and grooving right away with what the hell is going on inside of the world of the news. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. NBC News Radio. I'm Scott Carr. The White House is suggesting President Biden will meet with Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy in coming weeks. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said Friday Biden looks forward to meeting with Speaker McCarthy to talk about a range of issues as part of meetings with all new congressional leaders at the start of the year. A new report says Alec Baldwin intends to finish his Western movie Rust despite being charged with involuntary manslaughter. Baldwin and the person in charge of guns in the movie Rust were charged by a New Mexico prosecutor this week for allegedly failing to perform safety procedures that could have prevented the accidental death of the film's cinematographer. An attorney for Rust Movie Productions confirmed to CNN on Friday that Rust is still on track for completion and that Baldwin will star in the movie. I'm Jim Forbes. The U.S. is imposing more sanctions against the Russian private military company, the Wagner Group. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby says the company's been helping Russia with its invasion of Ukraine. In California, the playing field is starting to take shape in the race to see who might be that state's next U.S. senator. Correspondent John Bernice has got a look. Current officeholder Dianne Feinstein has not yet declared her intentions, but prominent Democrats are lining up to throw their hats into the ring. U.S. Representative Katie Porter is a darling of the young progressive wing of the party. She announced her run last week. Insiders expect representatives Adam Schiff and Barbara Lee to follow suit. The L.A. Times says Feinstein will make a decision on her future by this spring. What's been called the best weekend in football begins today with the divisional round in the NFL playoffs. The Jacksonville Jaguars visit top-seeded Kansas City Chiefs will be looking to advance to their fifth consecutive AFC championship. New York's Giants visit the NFC's top-seed Philadelphia Eagles tonight. Tomorrow, the Cincinnati Bengals visit the Bills in Buffalo, while the Dallas Cowboys and San Francisco's 49ers meet in the final game of the weekend tomorrow night. Scott Carr, NBC News Radio. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Convicted sexual predator Larry Ray will spend the rest of his life in prison for abusing a group of Sarah Lawrence College students in New York. The 63-year-old who was convicted of luring the students into a sadistic sex cult and terrorizing them for nearly a decade has been sentenced to 60 years in prison by a federal judge who called the father an evil genius. A New York jury convicted Ray last April. Testimony showed he was introduced to his victims when he moved into his daughter's on-campus dorm at the Yonkers College in 2010. Prosecutors said Ray took sadistic pleasure in his victims' pain and made millions by forcing one of them into prostitution for years. A Camp Pendleton Marine is now behind bars in connection with the riot inside the Capitol January 6th of 2021. Eddie McCoven has more. Corporal Micah Coomer was arrested by the FBI near the base in Oceanside on Tuesday after federal officials charged him and 
two other active duty Marines with disorderly conduct and entering restricted grounds. Agents were able to confirm Coomer's participation in the insurrection through posts and conversations over Instagram, where he apparently told another user that everything in the U.S. is corrupt and he was waiting for a second civil war to begin. Several police officers and paramedics in Colorado are pleading not guilty in the killing of a black man who died in police custody. Elijah McClain died in 2019 after he was put in a chokehold while handcuffed and given the dissociative anesthetic ketamine. On Friday, five officials all claim to have no role in his death. They'll be tried in separate trials later this year. In Memphis, Graceland is hosting a public memorial service this weekend for Lisa Marie Presley. Service for Elvis Presley's daughter will be held today at the Memphis Mansion. Presley will be buried at the site's meditation garden near Elvis, her son, and Elvis's parents. Fans will be able to view the gravesite following a memorial service. Presley died last week at the age of 54. Scott Carr, NBC News Radio. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes. Cyber thieves around the world know Our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, leaving you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to Home Title Lock Dot com and register your address to see if you are ready or a victim. And enter the code RADIO, that's R-A-D-I-O, that's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Hey Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey honey. Why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org slash caregiving. That's aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. All right, class. Let's hear what everyone did this weekend. Jill? Well, I raised my older sister to a big oak tree. It was at least a hundred years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something. And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this huge rock and saw all of these little minnows swimming around way below us. And then I rescued my little brother from an evil slug king who was guarding him at the bush fortress. And my sister and I brought him back to our super twig for for safety. And then we all laid out and told stories until it got dark. And the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? Yeah. We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Anyone want to come this weekend? Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre-accident investigation. Blaine J. Hoffman with the Safety Pro. The Hop Nerd. Sam Goodman, just to name a few on what can be found on the station. Different things for different people. Trying to bring safety in an entertaining form. SafetyFM.com. Go to the website, download the app, and carry it with you all day long. SafetyFM.com. We'll be waiting for you. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so there you go. Currently, let's see, it is Un Minuto. Un Minuto past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this fantastic Saturday. Yes, I'm... I'm as surprised as you are, as I do say that out loud, so don't worry about that. Uh, That is exactly what's going on. So let's start talking about some of these news stories that are circulating inside of the interwebs here, because I think that that is part of the reason on why you are here, and we're going to talk about some of the stuff that is happening inside of the world of the multiverse because all of these things are important. Uh, you know, pretending that my computer wants to um, do some things here. Anyway, take a listen to this. An Illinois judge is granting a temporary restraining order to keep a new control law from being enforced against hundreds of plaintiffs. Jim Forbes has the latest. Lawsuits against the new ban on assault weapons in the state of Illinois were filed in state and federal courts. The law puts a limit on the sale of high-capacity ammunition magazines and bans devices that allow semi-automatic weapons to fire rounds automatically. Those opposing the measure say it violates their Second Amendment rights. Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker remains confident the law will be upheld. I'm Jim Forbes. Okay, thank you, Jim, for that information right there on what is going on. Take a listen to this. A man is dead after he was pushed onto the subway tracks in the Upper West Side early Friday morning. Jim Forbes has more. Two men apparently got into an argument on board a southbound train just before 2 a.m. Both men got off at the 96th Street station and started fighting until one of the men pushed the other onto the tracks. The victim hit his head and died at the hospital. He was not hit by a train. Police arrested Andre Boyce and charged him with manslaughter. Police say Boyce had been paroled in March following a robbery. I'm Jim Forbes. Okay, thank you, Jim, for the information right there as we are talking. In some other things that are taking place, the White House says that freedom of press is part of the bedrock of American democracy. That comes after former President Trump called for jailing of journalists who published the Supreme Court's draft opinions on eventually that led to Roe v. Wade being overturned. Egregious abuses of power in order to suppress the constitutional rights of reporters is an insult. It is a complete insult to the rule of law and undermines fundamental American uh, values and traditions. Okay, the White House press secretary said it's it's the responsibility of all leaders to protect the First Amendment. Also going as far as saying that she stood up for the press. The president believes the freedom of press is part of the bedrock of our American democracy. That is something that he truly believes uh, and that we should be, you know, continue to fight for. It's the responsibility. It's the responsibility of all leaders uh, to protect First Amendment rights. And that's what the president believes. And that's what he's going to continue to do. So it'll be interesting to see on how this continues going forward. There is no doubt about that, because, listen, that is something that we need to talk about Yes, taco about. I did say that out loud. Uh, So keep that in mind as we are going through the multiple equations of all the information that is happening inside of there. What do you think here? Um, Did they do the right thing? Did they do the wrong thing? I don't know. Maybe that is the way to think about it. Uh, So what else is going on? Cincinnati Bengals player T. Higgins hopes to see the Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin in their big game this weekend. So does Bill's radio color commentator, former center Eric Wood. 
the fans would obviously really appreciate that. They want to see him. They want to see him as healthy as he is at this point. I also think it'd be honoring to the Bengals. The Bengals visit the Bills on Sunday in a divisional round. Their first meeting since the game was canceled after Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest after tackling um, Higgins. Hamlin has been at the Bills facility, and there's been talks that he could make an appearance on Sunday, although his family is cautious that he has a long road of recovery ahead. So it'll be interesting to see what exactly is going on right there. In some other news of some things that are happening inside of the this equation of thing, New Yorkers are reaching to Alec Baldwin be, being charged with involuntary manslaughter for the death of the cinematographer on the movie set of Rust. The actor has been longtime resident of the Manhattan Grinchwood Village and many see him as a local neighbor, not a movie star walking around and pushing one of the kids with his wife. He's a neighbor, you know, and a friend, and we, we like to look out for each other, and it's just terrible. Baldwin, however, is also known for his hot temper over the years. Baldwin has openly clashed with paparazzi in the streets of New York City, and he was arrested for allegedly punching a man over a parking spot in 2018 and agreed to, um, uh, well, we'll say anger management. Maybe that's the, the way to take a look at that as we are talking. What do you think about it? I mean, what do you think about this whole thing? Yes, he is a man. He is a neighbor. He is all this stuff. It's going to be interesting on how this actually continues to go forward as things continue to evolve. There is no doubt about that because it has become an interesting storyline. That is for sure as we are talking about everything that is happening. Anyways, NATO allies have yet to reach an agreement on whether to send tanks to the Ukraine to help its fight against Russia, the invade, Russia's invasion, better say. Brian Shuck reports more. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin held more than five hours of talks with allies at Ramstein Air Base in Germany. He told reporters Germany had not yet decided whether to send its Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine. Washington has also been reluctant to send its own M1 Abrams tanks. Meanwhile, the U.S. announced a $2.5 billion security package for Ukraine that includes air defense systems, artillery, and combat vehicles. I'm Brian Shook. Okay, thank you, Brian, for for that information right there officials are looking into contributions to who fa- failed new york or new york listen to me new mexico republican political candidate solomon peña us campaigns who were funneled by drug trafficking brian shook has more accused of conspiring with and paying four men to take part in shootings at the Albuquerque area homes of two county commissioners and two state legislators, all of which are Democratic officials. He was arrested Monday after allegedly paying the men cash and texting them addresses of the people he wanted targeted. Pena lost his house race in November by a wide margin, claiming it was the result of election fraud. I'm Brian Shook. Okay, thank you, Brian Shook, for the information right there. Kind of a weird one hey i don't want these people to go against me so i'm going to fix this up right away i mean that makes it kind of an interesting aspect anyways thank you for the people that are coming in through call-in radio on this lovely saturday i am taking a look-see look-see so don't worry about that particular portion it is currently eight minutes past the top of the hour as you and i are hanging out on this lovely yes lovely saturday there is no doubt about that anyways i got some news for you so let's do the big newser let's do that right now here is the news on the Rosen Bar Safety Show. Feature story news in Washington. I'm Simon Marks with The Week in Review. And the week was dominated by indecision and disagreement over whether Ukraine is to receive fresh battle tanks from its Western allies. Germany indicated all week long reluctance to letting Ukraine have any of its Leopard tanks unless the US agrees to send their M1 Abrams tanks to Kiev. The White House is unwilling to do that. And amid the standoff, the government of German Chancellor Olaf Scholz is refusing to allow other NATO members to send their Leopard tanks to Ukraine instead. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin spoke after a meeting of America's allies in Germany on Friday. We need to keep up our momentum. We need to dig even deeper. This is a decisive moment for Ukraine in a decisive decade for the world. We will support Ukraine's self-defense 
for as long as it takes. In Ukraine this week, the country's interior minister and several of his top aides were among 14 people killed when a helicopter crashed in the suburbs of Kiev. Several children were among the dead. The chopper came down near a nursery school. Reporter Ewan MacDonald in the Ukrainian capital. Weather conditions here in Kiev were foggy. There's some speculation because it crashed into a high building that um, the navigation lights on the building were not working. The actor Alec Baldwin and a Film Armourer were both charged with involuntary manslaughter in connection with the 2021 shooting death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Lawyers for Baldwin called the charge a miscarriage of justice. The most wanted mafia figure in Italy was arrested after being on the run for three decades. Matteo Messina Denaro was detained after he checked into a private clinic in Sicily using a false name. John Hooper is Rome correspondent for The Economist. He did look very much like the police reconstructions of him. It appears that he's not undergone any kind of plastic surgery in these years. Britain saw more devastating revelations about the Metropolitan Police after a senior officer admitted 49 incidents of rape and sexual assault against a dozen women over two decades. The country's Home Secretary warned there could be more violent offenders among serving officers and called for fresh efforts to root them out. The Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, announced she was stepping down ahead of an election now slated for October. Chris Hipkiss, the country's Minister of Education, will succeed her. He was the only candidate to put his name forward. The world of film paid tribute to Gina Lolla Brigida, the Italian actress who dominated the industry in the 50s and 60s. She died this week at the age of 95. And the world of music mourned David Crosby of The Birds and Crosby, Stills and Nash. He was 81. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Investors this week will continue to assess company earnings, especially those from some major US tech firms. And GDP figures out this week will provide analysts with a snapshot on the health of the US economy. With the preview from FSN's business desk in New York, Will Denzelo. On Tuesday, Microsoft is slated to release its quarterly numbers. The company recently announced it's laying off 10,000 workers as it prepares for a dip in revenue. Its earnings report will give investors a greater sense of how Microsoft is performing. Visa, Johnson & Johnson and Tesla are among the other major companies slated to release quarterly figures throughout the trading week. It's set to be a light start to the week for economic data, but Thursday sees the release of gross domestic product figures for the fourth quarter of 2022. December's consumer spending numbers are then due out on Friday. Everyday Americans can now sponsor the resettlement of refugees under a new programme launched last Thursday. Dubbed the Welcome Corps, the programme aims to tap into the goodwill of Americans to help 5,000 refugees adjust to a new life in the US. From FSN's bureau in Austin, Texas, Tony Waterman reports. Under the programme, five or more private citizens would team up providing financial and logistical support to help the refugees during their first 90 days in the country. This includes everything from finding housing and employment to enrolling children in school. The program will be rolled out in two phases, with the first resettlements likely taking place in the second half of the year. Similar programs in more than a dozen countries have been hailed successes. Stories will follow in the coming week. The U.S. is expected to impose sanctions against Russia's Wagner Group of mercenaries. The Lunar New Year will be celebrated all over Asia, and U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen will visit Senegal, Zambia and South Africa. And that is the Week in Review from Feature Story News. Simon Marks reporting. Tearing the ass out of you like gas station sushi. Okay, there you go. 14 minutes inside of the top of the hour there as we are hanging out and doing the things here on a Saturday. Yeah, I did say that. Did I say Saturday? It did sound like I said Saturday. It's definitely a Saturday. So there you go. Anyways, take a listen to this. The state attorney suspended by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis remains defiant after a federal judge upheld his suspension. Outside Hillsborough State Attorney Andrew Warren tell the reporters this is not over. Let's see if the governor actually believes in the rule of law. Let's see if the governor actually is a man of his word. Let's see what kind of man the governor actually is. 
Okay, so there you go. The Judge Roberts Hinkle ruled that he did not have the authority to reinstate Warren, even though he found the violation of the federal state law. Hinkle ruled that the First Amendment violation was not essential to the suspension. Warren's opinion included state courts of the state Florida Senate. Suspended Hillsborough State Attorney Andrew Warren read the judge rulings in which he confirmed the violations of the law, but said that they were not essential to the case. The that Mr. Warren neglected his duty or was incompetent is incorrect. This factual issue is not close. Okay, and let's take a listen to some of Warren's parting words. This is not over. So there you go. This is not over. I think that that's going to be the thing uh, that rings the bell yelly. As we are talking, keeping it in the political arena, President Biden is hosting a bipartisan group of mayors at the White House during the event. He talked about policing. Training shouldn't be an extreme. So the way we train police officers is changing. And there's a lot of things you can look at to determine whether or not you can affect the safety of your city. Okay, he, he, he had noted that under his American Rescue Plan, $350 billion was made available to the state and local governments to make communities safer. He added that the answer is not to defund the police, but to provide more funding. The meeting came on to the two-year anniversary of Biden taking office. So there you go. Some stuff going on right there. Take a listen to this. The U.S. will impose more sanctions against Russia's private military company, the Wagner Group. Take a listen to this. Wagner is becoming a rival power center to the Russian military and other Russian ministries. Publicly, Prigozhin and his fighters have criticized Russian generals and defense officials for their performance. The White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby said that has been helping Russia's military in the invasion of the Ukraine. Kirby said that the Treasury Department will also designate Wagner as the um, transitional criminal organization. Wagner was deployed about 50,000 personnel to the Ukraine to bolster Russian forces. Kirby said that the group has committed widespread, uh, well, let's see, Issues. We'll just use the word issues and human right abuses. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby talks about Wagner's recruitment and their methods. Information indicates the Russian Defense Ministry has reservations about Wagner's recruitment methods. Despite this, we assess that it is likely that Wagner will continue to recruit right out of Russian prisons. Kirby says that Wagner will receive certain designations. Department of Treasury will be designating Wagner as a significant transnational criminal organization under Executive Order 13581 as amended. Okay, so it does get kind of interesting as we are talking inside of there. Take a listen to one more House Majority Leader Steve Scalzi is celebrating the Supreme Court's decision last year to overturn Roe v. Wade. The way it's also critical that we celebrate victories along the way, and boy, did we get a huge victory just a few months ago when Roe was overturned. The Louisiana Republican addressed the crowd at this year's March for Life rally in Washington, D.C. I almost called it disease. Wow, there you go. Steve urged voters in the crowd to back pro life candidates and to push senators to support Born Alive bill that recently passed in the House. The bill would require physicians to give infants born after attempted abortion medical care. The bill is unlikely to pass in the Democratic-controlled Senate. This year's pro-life rally is the first since the Supreme Court overturned Roe, ruling that made abortions illegal in all 50 states. For those of you that are about to become 18 or just turned 18, you've got to register. You've got to vote. Steve went after Democrats. Yet up here in Washington, that's how extreme they have gotten on the left. And so we've got to continue this march. Call your senators. Yep, there you go. Some information for you coming that general direction. Anyways, we're 33 minutes into this show, even though the clock's only showing 19 minutes in, because I did start a little bit earlier than normal especially if you kind of came to the conclusion that it is a Saturday. Let's get into our main story. Now, seriously. 
Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it. This is the episode that most people would never expect to happen. So that's a good thing, bad thing, or indifferent thing, depending on how you want to take a look-see-look-see around into the latest and greatest as we are talking about all of the stuff that is happening. So I wanted to jump in today because, listen, there is this um, weird thing that occurs inside of our lifetime where we are under the impression that when you get to a certain age, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to move forward. Like, I, I, it's been amazing to me just taking a listen to some of the people talk about how they don't know what to do with their career or that their career is over when they get into their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, their 60s. And it has come to an end. It has come to the flourishing of what their life could have been. And I get so confused by that because I'm going to tell you, one of the probably the most prominent chicken places that you've ever heard of is probably known as KFC. And knowing that Colonel Sanders didn't actually do anything with KFC until he was older in life, and I'm going to tell you in his 60s, makes you kind of think, well, hold on. How is that the case? And then I want you to think about this. If you are in the younger demographic or when you were in the younger demographic, it took you a few years to get really, really good at something. And you decided that's what you were going to do for a period of time. It could have been a few years. It could have been a few months. It could have taken you however long you deemed. And it's not like you're stuck in that process for the rest of your life. Now, listen, is transitioning into something else a little bit difficult? Absolutely. I'm not going to say that it's easy because you know that I'd be lying to you and we don't do that around here. But if you're not happy with what you're doing, regardless of the career path that you've went down, you still have time to change it, good, bad, or indifferent. And I know that sometimes people go, well, I am too old to do that. I'm not experienced enough to do that. You don't know until you try. Listen, people are not experts at things. It's just not how it works. They have to train to become an expert at something. I know that people will go out there and practice something and they'll try 10,000 different things in one day. I'd rather go out there and try that one thing over and over and over and over and over and over again until I'm able to perfect it in that one day. And it becomes an interesting aspect because you can change a lot of things in your life if you look at it from a different perspective, look at it from a different lens. And when I get to talk with people that are in the safety profession, they might tell me that they're in the field, but they want to make it to the corporate level or they're in the corporate level and they might want to go into the field. Do something that will get you to your goal. Like I heard a long time ago, you are not your past failures. You are the person that learned from those failures. You are the person that learned from your past successes. You are not a person that only succeeded to get to a certain point. You can adapt these things and move forward. I want you to think about this. All you have to do is put these pieces into play and you'll get to where you want to go. You just have to have the mindset of doing that. If you want to know more about a certain subject, buy books about them. Listen to podcasts, watch movies, watch documentaries that are related to the subject matter that you care about. Take courses, go online, go to all these different things that you could possibly do to change them. Go to all these things that you could possibly do to learn the things that you want to learn. You do not have to become quote unquote stagnant. Believe me, I want to learn about what is going on inside of this multiverse until the day I die. Because I think that if you stop learning, 
you stop growing. I constantly am trying to challenge myself to learn things that, number one, I don't know, and number two, that make me feel extremely uncomfortable. Would you take that challenge today? Know that your age is not limiting you. It is what you are willing to do that might put a limit on there, but it's just a number. You can do whatever you want. Think about it. It's a lot to think about today. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to Real Safety Talk on Safety FM. Don't go You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. This portion of the show has been sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network or VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, Internet Service Providers is storing your browser data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access or PIA can help you. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geo-blocked content from around the world. PIA comes with easy-to-use apps and browsers extension for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest v VPN in the world by PC Magazine. And if you sign up right now with BIA, you can take advantage of a special deal only for Safety FM listeners. Only by using the following link, you can get the digital privacy for less than $2 a month. Yes, you did hear me correctly. Less than $2 a month and an extra four months for free. So that means for only $1.98 a month and 83% off, you can get this service for you right now. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days, see if you like it, and if not, just return it for a full refund. So just go to safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. That's safetyfm.com forward slash VPN to try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. Now remember, safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. Oh, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I got to tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding? Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. 
start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. Hello. Radio. USA, Canada, UK. Safety Show. It is 31 minutes past the top of the hour. Uh, this right here is called Don't Stress Out. Songs readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Yep, this is by the Prams. We'd like to give a little thank you, thank you, for allowing us to play this here. A little lovely stuff that we get to do around here from time to time. So there you go, there you go. Let's get back into the move and the groove of what the hell we have going on here. That is for sure, because we need to talk about it. We need to do some things. We need to talk about the most important thing that I will ever tell you in my lifetime, and that's about my friends at the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week for free and confidential support for people in distress prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones and the best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. Or you can text the word TALK to 988 or call 988 and that will get you moving and grooving inside of what is going on so there you go some things that you can do if you're so inclined to do so so there you go anyways 988 suicide and crisis lifeline before you make your next step make sure that you do contact them because it is so important to do so so there you go let's get into some more information about some things that are going on inside of the world of the multiverse because it is important as we are talking so um we did talk yesterday about some things that we're uh streaming and as we are going but let's talk about streaming and redeemed we all have our comfort foods and most of us are comfort shows those sitcoms like friends seinfeld the office that we're happy to watch over and over and over and maybe over and over again or maybe it's more recent hit like the white lotus or wednesdays some of those kind of true crime shows um like you know what um well that's okay no need to feel guilty. In fact, rewatching movie series and single episodes of shows that you love has been found to enhance our well-being. Robert N. Kraft, a professor at cognitive psychology at the University in Ohio, says that repeat viewing of familiar materials helps fulfill our emotional needs, proves comfort, gives us a sense of control over our lives, and connects us with the past. The Psychology Today, he wrote that when we are re-watching familiar shows, we receive a stories and emotions that we expect. 
We know how the um the episode ends and how more importantly, well, you know, they'll end up being in the end. Raf says that one reason we're more likely to choose those comedies for repeat viewing instead of dramas or tragedies, and much like watching familiar holiday movies every December, we look forward to the positive emotional payoff at the end. Except I've been asleep for 45 minutes by then, so who knows. And he also says that um if you go to your comfort show is um anything is like M. Night Shyamalan, you need to seek help immediately. I mean, I don't know. Do you have a comfort show that you go to? I mean, I'm just wondering out of curiosity. Like, um, anything that uh, has the character of Hannah McKay in it, I will um, take a look at as a comfort show because I do feel very comfortable when she is around. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's keep on talking about some of the things that are going on inside of the world because that's what we do around here. The annual point of time count in San Diego is Thursday morning and the number of people living on the streets continues to go up. Jack Cronin has more info. After a 10% increase coming out of the pandemic last year, Tamara Kohler, the CEO of the Regional Task Force on the Homeless, says there are now 13 people becoming homeless in San Diego for every 10 people that are housed. In the last couple months, we've seen the numbers of experiencing homelessness for the first time decrease slightly, which is what we want to see. We do know from the data that for every 10 we've housed, 13 more are experiencing homelessness. And so we really want to work on people retaining their housing, reaching out to the supports that are there in the community. One group the county is making progress in helping is homeless veterans, where federal housing vouchers in the VA are available for landlords in San Diego. I'm Jack Cronin. Okay, thank you, Jack Cronin, for the information of what is going on there. The gender identity is being addressed in Chico Unified Board meeting in Chico, California. Take a listen to this. Meeting since a parent sued the school district over an alleged policy that keeps gender pronouns a secret from parents. Superintendent Kelly Staley said the board understands the concerns. She added the board is listening to what the parents are saying. At this time, I cannot comment further, but I want you to know we have heard you. The lawsuit was filed by a Chico mom who says a school counselor talked with her daughter about changing her pronouns and didn't contact her about it. The board has a special meeting scheduled for February 1st. I'm Julie Ryan. So how do you feel about that? You have a a school counselor that's talking to your child, talking about changing their gender pronouns, and you are kept in the dark. What is the general consensus on what should take place? I'm just asking out of curiosity your opinion because that's what matters inside of the stories that we talk about around here. So what comes to mind immediately? That's something to think about. Take a listen to this. The MTA Eastside Access Project is facing delays, but empty trains appear to be traveling to the station. Leah Warner has more information. An internal memo obtained by Gothamist, some 40 empty LIRR trains have been running into and out of the new terminal underneath Grand Central that's been dubbed Grand Central Madison. Officials say the dry runs are to test the transit system for the so-called Grand Central Direct Service, which is slated to offer hourly shuttle service between Midtown and Jamaica, Queens. No word yet on when the expensive and much-delayed project will commence, although MTA boss Jano Lieber did say it's not a matter of months, but more likely weeks until service starts. Liz Warner, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, so let's talk about some other things that are going on out there. Do you have a small child in your house? This might be important to you. An investigation is underway in a Michigan after a resident found marshmallows containing a fish hook tacked uh, other objects in their property pet owner kathy curtis expressed her concern but nails and in, in food it's terrible police in farmington hills just outside of detroit say that this is the first incident that was reported back in may but two others have reported that have come in earlier the week in this week the items are being left to attract pets and wildlife so far But no one has been a harm. Farmington Hills Police Chief Jeff King said that the department has this as their number one priority. The main focus is safety, safety of our residents, safety of their pets, safety of the children in the area. Yep, safety should always be the priority. At least it feels that way, that we should be at least having the conversation on what the hell is going on as we are talking about this. Anyways, New York City's second legal recreational marijuana shop is slated to open next week. Liz Warner has more information. 
announced the shop, which is called Smacked LLC, and it's the first one owned by an entrepreneur who was previously criminalized by cannabis prohibition, and it's supported by the New York Social Equity Cannabis Investment Fund. It'll open at 144 Bleecker Street, January 24th, and operator Roland Connor says it will have a soft opening as a pop-up through February 20th. New York's first legal dispensary opened in Manhattan, not far away from this location, at the end of December. Liz Warner, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, thank you, Liz, for the information right there, because it does make it interesting to take a listen to what exactly, what in the hell is going on out there, that is for sure. Anyway, so there you go. That's some information real quick. Anyways, let's get into the health beat. I'm going to share that with you. Take a listen real quick. The faith leaders in Missouri is challenging the state's abortion ban. Thirteen members of the clergy, the Americans United for Separation of Church and State, and National Women's Law Center announced at Christ Church Cathedral in St. Louis they're suing. They claim state lawmakers approved the ban based on their personal religious beliefs, violating the separation of church and state. A 21-year-old Pennsylvania man who went to Ireland for Christmas with his family is now fighting for his life in an Irish hospital in an intensive care unit. Sandra Small says her son Matt has had several types of viral infections that have crashed his immune system. His doctor told his mother the young graphic designer has been listed as the sickest person in Ireland as they continue to find ways to treat him. He can't be flown home because his medical team says that would be too risky. Health Update, Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. Okay, that is some scary times when you hear that you cannot fly home because of what exactly is going on. Take a listen to this. A new study shows that smokers across the country will shell out quite a bit of cash. Matt Madison has more info. Hub looked at all 50 states and the District of Columbia to see how much a tobacco user spends in a lifetime. According to the personal finance site, folks in Washington, D.C. spend the most with a little over $4 million. The list also notes smokers in the nation's capital pay over eighty-five grand a year. WalletHub looked at things like the cost of a pack of cigarettes across the U.S. as well as health care costs. Smokers spending the least amount of dough are in Missouri with more than $2.2 million spent in a lifetime. I'm at Mattinson. Okay, so do you think automatically people will start moving over there just for regards of the price of smokes? I mean, I'm just asking the question here. Don't hold it against me. Anyways, the FDA is defending the decades-old approval of the abortion pill. Brian Shuck has more info. Urged a federal judge to reject an attempt by abortion opponents to withdraw federal approval for the drug used in medical abortions. The FDA said granting the request would be unprecedented and would harm public interest. The lawsuit was filed in November by the conservative legal group Alliance Defending Freedom. It argues the FDA unlawfully fast-tracked approval of the drug. I'm Brian Shook. Okay, take a listen to this real quick as we are talking about some things going on. Anti-vaccine activists are ceasing upon the string of high-profile heart problems to push their claims across social media. Public health experts say that real problems here is with athletes who caught COVID and recovered. Studies coming out that people who have had COVID are experiencing cardiovascular complications. Professor Gerald Parker is at the Texas A&M, and he uh, takes issue with claims that more than 1,500 athletes have suffered cardiac arrest since COVID vaccination began. The number came on the blog post of medical emergencies found around the world, including some deaths linked to cancer. Professor Gerald Parker also says that the studies that show that people who catch COVID and recover are at risk of heart problems understand that but that's covid infection that's not the immunizations barker says that the string of heart problems isn't linked to the vaccine rather it is linked to covid itself it's unfortunate but people are conflating things that they shouldn't be conflating okay so there you go it's a list of things that are going on together it is a weird world that we are in as we are talking anyways let's talk about did you know a recent survey of culinary aficionados sought to determine the best cookie available to buy in stores and the cookie lovers rank the features including texture smell size it tastes obviously the eventual winner well good old oreos 
The Cookie Monster concluded that no matter how you eat them, they're always good. They're the only cookie in the world that will satisfy you when they're fresh, stale, or frozen. It's the Holy Trinity. These are God's cookies. There's no, that's, no, they're not. They're all mine, 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 mine. You know, you, you get the point. You get the point on how it goes. Anyways, thank you for hanging out for this Saturday edition of the Rated R Safety Show. I didn't expect it. Hopefully, you didn't expect it, and we got to do it all together. Anyways, here we go. Just to let you know, if you want to come and hang out to our event that's taking place, our little workshop, our Safety Differently workshop that's happening on March the 6th through the 9th in Santa Fe, New Mexico. You can find out more information at, at safetyfm.io. We can come hang out. Let's do some things together. I think we'll have all kinds of fun time. Thank you for being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big, because without you, we definitely could not do what we do around here. If I can't leave you with a word of encouragement today, I'll leave you with this. Go out there today and change the world, because you can. There is no doubt about it. I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.